love you so much. I love you so much. Hello, Lillian. Hi, Jen. I haven't talked to you, talked to you in a couple days. I know it's the worst. I know. I don't like it. It's dumb. This is literally this is my life raft. <laughs> Same. Same here. I will tell you though, I'm I'm very like I had there's nothing particularly rough about last week. There's like really, as we've said before, my day to day is fine. <laughs> However, I drank a lot last week. I really don't know why, except that it's something to do. And um, we started, apparently, watched halfway through of Stuber, that new Kumail Nanjiani movie. Are you familiar? Where he's an Uber driver? Oh, no. Yeah. uh, I was like, oh, we recorded that. We should watch it. And Don was like, we watched half of that last week. And I was like, oh, I'm sorry. What? Wow. (laughs) Good thing. (laughs) And so I didn't drink it all yesterday or today. Wait, yesterday or Sunday? No, Saturday, Sunday, and I have not <laughs> had anything to drink today, which sometimes I do drink when we're podcasting, but I actually yeah, feel of course. really good, so I'm going to maybe That's keep good. not drinking for a little bit. Um, yeah. Also, my skin looks better, um, but I have Ooh. been using my salt and coconut oil scrub again, which is making me bringing back the glow. It's not ocean salt, is it? What are you using? No, man. It's straight up just... It's just coconut oil and salt. And salt. Oh. Yep. Um, That's exciting. I usually do, I melt the coconut oil so that it's liquid. And I usually start with the salt in the container and I pour the oil in until the salt is just full of it. So it's not like puddling. So it's just Mm -hmm. soft with the oil. Um, This time I put too much oil in it. That's probably why I'm glowing extra, but. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. It does feel a little gross, and it leaves my bathtub a little dangerous. <laughs> oh, my God. That's the worst part. Yes. That that would be something that I would only probably do over the sink. Well, what I do then, because I don't like the smell of harsh chemical cleaners, um, which Don had the same thing that you had the other day when you were talking about using all those fumey things and getting yeah. lightheaded. He was like, yeah, I cleaned as much as I could until I started feeling sick. And I was like, yeah, there's not. <laughs> don't, don't hurt yourself. Um, I just put... Uh, I have a, a an old dish brush that I now use as just a bathroom brush. We do not get them mixed up. And I sprinkle some baking soda down. Um, and the baking soda absorbs the oil. So, and it oh. takes off soap scum. So if it's, if I really need to get in the shower or the bath now and it's gross, I just sprinkle baking soda. I have a huge bag of it. I just sprinkle it down and I go real quick with the scrub brush, wash that down the drain, and then I'm good to go. Amazing. Cleaning tips with Lillian Bustle. Literally all tips. All tips from Lillian Bustle. As someone who is is your biggest fan and listener to. Tips. Just the tip. We should you know what we should really do? We should really get that Patreon going. Because people keep asking me about it and that means they want to give us money. Oh, that does mean that. Uh okay. I, I technically have it. I just really I just have to make the site. No, that's okay. Tomorrow, things. tomorrow we can have an actual meeting. <laughs> Ooh, we can have the site say things. Hooray! Mm-hmm. Fresh hells, fresh hells every day. But at least I have a Costco-sized thing of coconut oil. 
I like to listen to Lizzo's coconut oil song when I'm scrubbing my face with it. It makes me happy. I really enjoyed that sound that you shared with me the other (laughs) (laughs) day. I have a special... I love washing my face so much. I talk to people occasionally. It's sort of like when you run into someone who says they don't like drinking water because they don't like how it tastes. Uh And it doesn't make any sense to me because I, I don't... I mean, maybe it's because I live near a lovely clean water supply. If I, I guess if I had water that tasted like anything, I wouldn't like to drink it either. But, like, I don't drink water because it's nom nom nom. Nom 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 delicious. Mm-hmm. I, I drink it because I am I need it. Because you are 70% water. Yes, I'm thirsty. <laughs> I'm thirsty all the time. Mm. But, yeah, I, it's, uh, uh, it's almost always, and I saw this on a TV show recently, it's always men who are like, you just eat a lot of fruit. Just do a lot for you. Don't need to drink water. What? Go home. You're an idiot. Oh. Have have fun with your kidneys not functioning. <laughs> this explains so much about men. Oh God, <laughs> seriously. Did I ever tell you about? There's a whole Reddit thread, and I feel like we have talked about this before, about guys. It was I, I believe it was a guy who started and was like, how. Uh, can I get all the skid marks out of my underwear? And someone was like, why the hell do you have so many skid marks on your underwear? <laughs> the answer is, there's a whole cadre of fellows who think that it's real gay to touch their own assholes. So they don't <gasps> wipe properly. This is true. Oh, you can no. Google it. Oh, no. You've never told me this. Oh, yes. You've, there's a whole Reddit about boys who don't know how to wipe their ass. Who know how but refuse to. No! Because it would make them gay. Can you imagine having sex with an individual who chose that life path? No. Come (laughs) the fuck. How is that in anyone's mind better than being gay? (laughs) That is the dumbest thing I've heard in my whole life. I don't know, man. I feel like your no, wife I'm would like just it. just covered in poop all the time. <laughs> exactly. I know your wife would like it better if you were sucking a few dicks. <laughs> oh, absolutely. And absolutely. And all of your homophobic friends, they'd be like, please, please, for the love of God, just bang Ew. a dude so that you can, can you? start wiping your ass. Can you imagine what that man cave smells like? All those guys who are scared to wipe their butts? Ugh. Oh, no. Ew. Gross. Ew. But you know what, though? I know. Who are these people? I don't know. (laughs) What were you going to say? Ah, who knows? Whatever. Where were we even before we were talking about dirty butts? I got got some bad news for you. Oh, no. What? (laughs) We were going to talk about food. Oh, (laughs) This weekend, have you ever seen um, bleeding heart uh, flowers no. before? Oh, yes. They're they're on a little vine, and they are they look like they're dripping, and it is so beautiful. And I, I, when I was out for a walk with Amy the other day, hi Amy, um, hi we, Amy, we uh, saw those up in Mosquito Park, and they were so beautiful. Oh, that's amazing. You're getting some good walks in. Not enough, but yes, I'm trying. I'm really trying to. I saw a red-headed woodpecker the other day. Oh. Which, like, 
Y'all, I'm in the woods. I'm in the sticks. There's a lot of wildlife. And even though I'm not like full on hill person now, I'm I'm hill person like. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's just back to my roots. It's fine. And, <laughs> and I know that there are woodpeckers around. I've seen them in trees from a distance, but I was approaching this stump that's like two feet high. <clears throat> And that is riddled with woodpecker holes. And I finally saw the red-headed woodpecker. These things are fucking huge. This bird was up 12 to 18 inches high. Uh, What? It was enormous. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It was half the size of the stump. That's like a... That's like a... It's like a cat. A a puffin. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. Imagine a puffin mashing its cranium into something over and over. Oh, baby, are you okay? I do you know. know. Do you know how I measure about a foot? Um, when someone says like 11, 12, 13 inches, I think about a Barbie doll because those are 11 and a half inches. And that's how oh, I know. Interesting. I that's thought you were going to give me some, some real Southern shit right now. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like knee high to a June bug or... <laughs> Or some weird Florida metric. <laughs> that there's 48 mosquitoes wide. <laughs> that's about that's about half a gator tail, I'd say. That's my daddy. That's my daddy's. <laughs> oh my god. <sighs> it makes me so so happy. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, one of my earliest memories of food is we would go when I lived on the Upper East Side when I was very, very young. And we moved when I was three. We were back and forth before then. So, but so this was like old enough for me to be eating sandwiches, but not old enough that I should remember this at all. Yeah, uh, it's early. We, for mm-hmm. we um, would go to this playground. I don't remember what the playground looks like, although I do remember the playground that was on the roof of my church because that was very cool. Um, mm. They we would go to this playground, and then on the way back, we would stop at a deli. And I don't know why this is the sandwich that I got and liked, um, but a hot ham and Munster sandwich. Mm. Uh, and that was always like we would go to the playground and then I would get this like warm, yummy, squishy sandwich on the way back. And it was, do you know what you can do at home? You can make a hot ham and cheese sandwich, but nobody ever mm. did. Nobody would have, we would have to go. And we were a sandwich eating family. But why that mm. was never a thing. I don't, you know what I bet? I bet my dad was orchestrating that because my dad had very specific things that he liked that mom just wouldn't make. Right. And so when I was with him, I was like, oh. What is frozen custard? What is that? Like, oh, yeah. So little things. Um, he had little, like, specific, oh, oh, Whoppers, but I don't like Whoppers. Um, yeah, there were definitely things. Like Burger King Whoppers or the candy? Oh, no, 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 the candy. Ah. Malted milk balls. Yes. Yeah. I remember mm. I had to interview my father for in first grade and I had to call him because he wasn't, he was in New York at the time. Um, and I was in Virginia and I had to call him and I remember his favorite music was big band, which I, he then had to explain what big band music was for me. And you know what? If he had been there, he could have played me some, but he wasn't. 
Anyway. Um, so was he only Virg- in Virginia with you for like two years max? And then he was just... It was really... It was sporadic. Like I... He was gone so long that I would sometimes forget that he was there. Like I knew I had oh, a father. Oh, God. But I would right. really... I would just be like... Mom would be like, oh, your father's coming home. And I would be like, oh, really? <laughs> so I want... I, what a fucking enigma. Uh-huh. Oh, sure. What an enigma. Yeah. I haven't, I can do that. I can talk more about my dad at some point, too. When was your dad's birthday? Oh, flag day. I want to say September 17th, but that was always, like, part of his brand. Uh, flag day. Uh, oh, no, wait. Nope. That's Sunday, June 14th. His birthday is definitely September 17th. That was my parents' anniversary. Huh. Maybe there's mm-hmm. something else that happens on flag. September 17th. A day of celebration in history. Uh, it is, sorry, it is flag flying day. Citiz- Constitution and citizenship day. It's Constitution day. That's what it is. <laughs> I knew it was in there somewhere. And that was like what he would crow about. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Literally something that I have never, ever heard of before. Oh, God. My dad. I'm going to, I wrote down dad. Yeah. I could do, honestly, do a whole episode just on his shenanigans. Absolutely. And his bebops. Um, but New York things, when I think of New York food, I think, oh. I think of from when I was a kid. Like, obviously, I have my own version of what New York food is. But when I was a child in Virginia and think, oh, Liver and onions, his favorite food. When I said, Dad, what's your favorite food? You like big band music. What's your favorite food? He said, liver and onions. And I was like, what? (laughs) If the term cool story, bro, had been around, that is what I would have said. Um, Yeah, anyway, never actually saw him eat it, so weird, but... When I think of New York food as a child, I definitely think of pizza. I think of really good Chinese food, um, which then I didn't get again in Virginia for many, many years. So that's why I remember mm-hmm. New York's Chinese food. I remember, like, fucking fried dumplings. What? I didn't have those for years after we moved from um, out of New York. Oh, no. Oh, I want some. Oh, the Chinese restaurant across the street from me is reopening again. I'm really happy. Ooh. And I think of... Um, I think of Fox's You Bet Syrup. <gasps> you have a lot of very Jewish uh, tendencies. Oh, sure. Upper East Side. I mean. Oh, big time. Upper any Side. Oh, but like. God, yes. For sure. Um, Bialy's. Uh, yeah. Good Bagels, which is, which is really dubious, though, because my mom was fine with Lenders Bagels, which I think are oh. an abomination. <laughs> they are. But that's what I grew up on. Yeah. That's no excuse in an actually Jewish family. That is... I know, right? (laughs) (laughs) That's a Shonda if ever I heard one. (laughs) It is. Ay, such a Shonda. (laughs) Um, um, And I remember my grandma making... Oh, I remember um, if we would go out to my uh, great-grandma's house... My grandfather always liked to get the flapjack breakfast at McDonald's. And that was the first time I'd ever seen anyone get fast food pancakes. So that was fascinating to me. 
Um, And my grandfather ate a lot of goat cheese. Uh, I believe he was diabetic and had chosen, instead of to do insulin, to just try to regulate it with his diet. And apparently goat products were a big part of that. Or that was a lie someone told me. Who knows? (laughs) (laughs) Early quackery. Well, it wasn't something my grandfather told me because he only spoke to me in French. So... Was he French, Lillian? No, he was not. Um, did he also speak Farsi? Yes, he did. That would have been more fun to listen to. Um, Dude, what the fuck? <laughs> I think my grandpa was in the CIA. Holy I have, shit. I have pictures of him with the Shah of Iran. Do you really not know this? No. That's what those ziggurat stones are in my room. He fucking smuggled them back from... <laughs> when he was in the Middle East. This was your dad's dad? No, my mom's dad. Oh. His name was oh. Hamilton, and people called him Ham, and that always upset me. Is this the guy I should fucking hate, though? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you uh, should hate him. He sucks. Uh, I thought maybe you had one good weird grandpa and one awful grandpa that was no, not delightfully weird. I mean... The family is very, all of it was fairly bad. I didn't know my dad's dad. Um, I have pictures. People liked mm. them. I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't know. I know that my grandma on his side was a huge alcoholic and that she might have been murdered. And I know that my grandfather did very bad things to my mom. I mm-hmm. know that my grandma, uh, my whole family is just fucked up. It's fine. Yeah, no. Aren't we I, all? I hear it. But boy, did we like to eat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and the other thing I think of is Stella Doro, because when we would go up to um, Mimi, my great-grandma's place in uh, Westchester, which I also found out later is actually technically in Yonkers, but everyone said Westchester, but whatever. Fucking New Yorkers. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Sunnybrook Road. Not in Westchester. So, um, the Stella Doro Bakery was on the way, and we would go... Uh, either on the way there or the way back, and I could smell it both ways, and it was always, oh, God, it smelled so good. And we would get those weird breakfast cookies. Do you know what I'm talking about? The S-shaped Stelladoro breakfast cookies. Oh, yes. They're like biscuits, like what the English Yeah, 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 yeah. And I did not know that those existed outside of the trip to, my, to Mimi's house. <laughs> I didn't know you could just go buy them. I thought that they were. Oh, I, I can imagine how that would just be like such a mind fuck for your mm-hmm. tiny brain. <laughs> Oh no, I have okay. Oh no. When <laughs> Jen pointed out to me that there's a certain way that I say oh no and now I'm very self-conscious about it. And do you know what my favorite thing is? No. In the one that got away, you tell the story of the guy at Shoney's. Oh, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And the way you tell that story is, he's like, marry me. And you're like, oh, no. And he's <laughs> like, what? And you go, oh, no. <laughs> yes. Oh, it makes me so happy every time I hear it. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> that poor kid. I still can 
viscerally feel both of those emotions inside of me right now, all, sw- <laughs> right. all swirling around with my oh, Shoney sure. seafood buffet food. <laughs> so unfortunate. <laughs> um, I love that those are your like that that basically being an elderly Jewish man is your experience. <laughs> Of what New York tastes like. Oh. To me? Yeah. I mean, my culinary tastes evolved enormously as I got older because most of my, uh, most of my culinary memories of the city from my youth Mm -hmm. are solely tied to IBS. Oh. Solely. New York is a real bad place mm, to have IBS friends that's and neighbors. So terrible, isn't that terrible? Oh. And like, I, uh, what would we? I mean, you know, we would always get like street peanuts. Mm. Um, Tell the so, people what those really are, though, because oh, you can't just say street so peanuts. It's nuts, oh. nuts for nuts. Nuts for nuts is this uh, franchise? Sure, um, hot cart of sweet roasting nuts and i want to say they're all peanuts they're all peanuts, no right? there's four different kinds four different kinds you can get peanuts um, almonds cashews or chopped up pieces of coconut like with the coconut whoa meat. and those are honey roasted so it's got like a crunchy sugar shell on the outside oh, and in case you ever wake roast. up one day and you're like i don't need my teeth that's what you should do <laughs> to chip that last tooth right out of your face <laughs> crunch down on that just say goodbye and go get those implants. Oh, it's so good. Oh, Ow. And, like, you can smell these carts everywhere all the time, but there's a, there's a very specific, like, temperature and smell in the city, and when I smell that cart, I am immediately, like, 10 years old again. Oh, same. So eating little, little waxed paper bags of those honey-roasted peanuts is yes. one of them that I don't believe immediately corresponded with uh, gastric distress. <laughs> But our favorite place to go was Ellen's Stardust Diner. Oh, you're so cute. (laughs) And I continued to go to Ellen's well into my adulthood until I realized that they were so fucking overpriced and that I could find better food for way, way less. (laughs) Oh, sure. Well, tell them why you would go there for shitty food. Oh, so Ellen's is right in the heart of, uh, of Broadway. It's next to the Winter Garden Theater. And um, Ellen Stardust is basically a glittery vinyl 50s sock hop diner where all of the wait staff are working actors and actresses and they sing to you. So they've got like a karaoke system and especially when it's busy, uh, they will all cycle through doing songs, both uh, both. Broadway songs, uh, oldies, and contemporary tunes. Yeah. Um, and so the the charm is massive, and everybody is dressed up like greasers and like girls going to the hop, and they've all got on fucking saddle shoes and shit, and um, and it's you know it's diner food, mm-hmm. and I. Uh, they make something called the Stardust Milkshake. <gasps> that now that I understand about my IBS makes so much sense. Oh, no. I got so sick. Oh, no. What um, is in it? 
Well, it's just, like, I can't really have milkshakes. Like, I can have a certain amount of ice cream, and I don't really, like, something about lactose fucks with me. And milkshakes, of course, are a lot of milk. (laughs) I've heard that about them. (laughs) Oh, is that common knowledge? Um, Not to mention my gluten intolerance. So I would have, like, a burger and this massive Ellen Stardust milkshake, which was delivered to you in the big frosty stainless steel schissel. Yes. I mean, it's like 40 ounces. And they put in, I believe, uh, it was probably like a black and white. So they put in the the chocolate and the vanilla and a ton of uh, foxes, you bet. And a ton of milk and whipped cream and maraschino cherries and uh, and, uh, rainbow sprinkles. And... It was the most glorious milkshake of all time. Even as a child, even mm. as a sugared up child, I couldn't <laughs> finish it because it was so massive. Nice. But I, you know, it was before I understood my body and I would just have this really wonderful meal at Ellen's and all of a sudden my stomach would start doing total. I, I, oh, I, I mean, it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> The plane would have a crash landing. Oh, God. I'm so sorry. I know, right? And then we'd be on the street, and I would just be in, like, acute sweating distress. Um, But the the first half of everything was quite lovely. Quite lovely and memorable. And I wish, I mean, well, at this point, I might have figured out my food triggers so well that I could probably enjoy a certain amount of milkshake, but... (laughs) But. Probably not. <laughs> Probably would be a good idea to use almond milk. Oh, man. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, God. I just had a yep. really good milkshake yesterday at a place called Wayback Burgers in Secaucus that we got takeout from, which was, oh. it was like Johnny Rocket style burgers where the burgers are real thin. I mean, yes. kind of like Shake Shack. Like, I have only had Shake Shack twice in my whole life. This was... For me, the entire experience was a thousand times better than anything Shake Shack because, once again, I don't like it when people tell me what to like, and I'm not standing in a line for a goddamn hamburger. I'm not going to yes, do it. Yes, I'm not doing it. Anytime. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I would have gone to Shake Shack many, many, many more times if it weren't so glutted every time. Right. I was near one. Fuck no. Nope. Schnippers is across the street. Oh, Schnippers is good, too. And I can sit the fuck down. I love Schnippers. <laughs> I, um, the only, the only, uh, uh, how you say, the only, um, um, cool story milkshake that I have ever had there was banana and it was a little weird, but, uh, I would definitely go back and try their flavor. I have floats there. Knowing, knowing what a milkshake will do to me, I can have a float Mm. and that's like just enough ice cream that my body doesn't freak the fuck out. And um, they use Boylan's. <laughs> oh, of course they do. Ooh, I of would love. Of course they use Boylan's. I would love a Boylan's float. That sounds yeah. amazing. They do floats. They do purple cows and whatever you call the orange one, probably oh, like a creamsicle. Oh yeah, the creamsicle. Mm-hmm. My mom. So my mm-hmm. mom actually did used to do things like that. She would. We would have. She would make malteds at home. She would have, why would, just like any normal person would just have malt powder hanging around in their fucking house, but we sure did, because it was a new kind of sugar. It was a different kind of way to make us all sick. Um, Yeah. And she would make egg creams, 
Um, and we specifically had these, uh, they were Coke glasses that were like bigger at the top and smaller at the bottom. Yes. Said Coke right. On them. And that's what we would make the egg, the, um, egg creams in, which, um, don't have any eggs in them for anyone who's actually listening and doesn't know what an egg cream is. Uh, I just had the most brilliant chocolate egg cream at Second Avenue Deli. Oh. Right. Basically right before all this happened. Oh, will I ever get to go back to the second half of the I day? know, I know. I am very sad that when you have memories of New York food that it's just of you not feeling good. I mean, when I was a kid. Yeah. When I was a kid, yeah. But of anything. Uh, sadly, yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, I Have you ever been to Gem Spa? That's not a spa, and there's no gems, to get an egg cream, a drink in which there's no eggs. <laughs> oh, my God. No. Gem Spa but is you told place. me that they have the best ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's on St. Mark's and 3rd, 2nd, mm. Bowery. I'm pretty sure it's Bowery. Between 3rd, yeah, uh, I guess I could just look it up. Or you can look it up at home if you want. But it's right across from Stomp. <laughs> um, and it's just past the interesting part. Like if you're going east on the interesting part of St. Mark's Place, which is 8th Street. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and it's right, right there. And then if you take a right, there's, uh, I don't know if it's still there, but Paul's Burgers, which is like a real like hole in the wall kind of place. Also delicious. But every flavor of friggin' uh, cream, um, egg cream that you could want. And when I used to smoke cigarettes, look what I get to say now. When I used to smoke <laughs> cigarettes, it's been months now. Um, wow. I know. And I have not wanted one. So that's amazing. It is amazing. I used to like to get interesting things to drink while I was dehydrating myself. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I would get something fun and bubbly and have a cigarette. And I was around there all the time. Like I did so much stuff on East 4th Street. Why I was not running up to get sugared up with a delicious ass egg cream all the time. I don't know what was wrong with me. Oh my God. It was probably because it said it was the best egg cream in New York. And I was like, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. I'll be the judge totally. of that. I'm exactly the opposite of Buddy the Elf. <laughs> oh. oh my god. Have you been uh, to Dallas BBQs in the city? No, never. Okay. Dallas BBQ. Isn't that a chain? It is. Um, I don't know if it's a chain outside of New York. I've only ever been to ones in New York. And then there's a ripoff place that's just called BBQs. (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. but it's mostly, uh, roasted chicken and ribs. And Mm. it is fairly inexpensive for, especially for a sit down place. And it's all very hearty. Like the food tastes kind of like chain restaurant food, but maybe a little bit better than you would expect from like a chicken and ribs. Like, um... Like, um, sticky bones, smoky bones, smoky Ooh. bones. I think their ribs are better than smoky bones. Um, anyway, the highlight of this, also their cornbread is delish, which is tricky. Uh, I have a lot of feelings mm-hmm. about cornbread. Um, of course you do. <laughs> well, tell me, before I go and tell you the rest of this, what kind of cornbread do you like? Do you like, you? Don't, I mean, you don't eat a lot of bread now anyway, but. My family friend, Patty, makes the most incredible cornbread of all time. It is sweet, and it uses a bunch of sour cream. (gasps) Oh, I bet it's so moist. 
It's so moist. Mm. It's so moist and dense and sweet, but not too sweet. Her cornbread is out of this world. Mm. (laughs) Dallas barbecue is a little bit like a. It's like that. It's a little. People will call it cake cornbread, and the top, Mm -hmm. the top of the cornbread, you're gonna like this. Tastes like tastes like the stuff that you would scrape off the inside of. Uh, oh, a cupcake, cupcake wrapper. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I that, knowed it. Is that good, good stuff? Oh, here we're about to get that storm now too. It's moving fast. Woo, it looks like the nothing is outside. Gracious. Okay. Um, so the selling point for Dallas Barbecue is that the food is super cheap and the drinks are enormous you could get and they come in a giant goblet which is amazing and there are all these there's you can get it like a normal like a gin and tonic and a giant goblet if you want but they're frozen drinks with these crazy names like um the cherry bomb or like the pina colada balada like whatever Uh, just frozen sugary so boozy drinks and you can for like a couple dollars more get a floater shot that comes in a test tube stuck into your already boozy ass giant drink the size of your head that you can then either take the shot or like mix it in to make your drink a little bit waterier oh god it's so like I remember at a time when it was very important that I had 20 bucks in my pocket that I could go eat like crazy, have leftovers, and get loaded for like 20, 25 bucks. Oh, how, do, that's insane. I feel like the big drinks were maybe six bucks when I, when I first moved up here. Again, 20 wow. years ago. But, um, and you could get combo meals and they all came with a baked fucking potato or fries. And for me, if mm-hmm. I get a half a baked potato in me, like I'm only going to eat part of my chicken anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, I have such, that, those, when th- <laughs> Mother Mary come to me. Um, like when I was in New York and I was sad, which was a lot when I first moved up here, I was like, oh, at least I can have this one thing. Like my dad and I would oh. go. Because mm-hmm. I hung out with just my dad when I first moved to New York. I didn't have any friends. Oh my for- God, the feelings that that must have brought up. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, do you know the movie Happiness at all? Have you seen this movie? I have not. Isn't that a Todd Salons film? I'm not familiar. Um, here's what I, I remember. So. I believe that there is murder. I know Cameron Manheim is in it. I think somebody's keeping body parts in their freezer. It's a dark comedy. Here's what I vividly remember. Trying to watch this movie with my father on my brand new TV that I had just um, dragged during rush hour up from the uh, 8th Street Super Kmart. Um, there's a moment in it where, oh, fucking three named celebrities. How come I can, it's the one that looks like my dad too, which is what made it even worse. Philip Seymour Hoffman is like Uh. making dirty phone calls and it's bad enough to see, sit with your father who you haven't hung out with for a a long time, who's now your (laughs) only friend. watching a movie on the TV with a man who looks just like your father. It's bad enough if all you can see is like his face getting red and his arm doing jack off movements. When he then then comes on the wall, that is when you have to throw in the towel. 
And I just looked at my dad and I was like, I was like, I'm real sorry. I can't. He was like, it's a good movie. And I was like, I know, I know. You can watch the rest of it by yourself. I can't watch this movie with you. I can't believe he continued to defend it. He didn't want, he didn't want to make me feel uncomfortable because we were watching like an adult thing together because we were both adults, but I mean, I was 21. I can see being able to plow through that with like. Don's mom or something like that now. Yeah, right, right. Oh my god. But Jesus Christ. I mean, more or less he was a man I was related to who did, I didn't know very well. <laughs> right. Right. But who I now saw in his underwear all the time. <laughs> oh, um, wow. And my dad couldn't cook at all. I remember the one time I asked him to make me an omelet and it was very burnt scrambled eggs. I remember the first time he tried to make me grits out of a packet, like just, <laughs> I don't know how, how did, he was not meant to fend for himself, that poor man. <laughs> he was not, he was not. Maybe that's why he really truly felt he had to go back to New York. Like, Oh, oh I'm sure. Oh, abs- I'm sure. No, he didn't. He couldn't see. Like he felt and he like going drive. to Virginia was like outward bound or some shit. Yeah, I'm sure he felt like that. I'm sure he felt like that. And his family was from Texas, so he probably liked some of the southern <laughs> stuff. But... Oh my god! And then my That's my so grandma, crazy. oh my grandma. Every time we would go to, she would ask for Chinese food. She would ask if we could order from the Chinaman. No. <laughs> and and every time we would walk past Dallas Barbecue because there was on one on the Upper East Side. Um, unprompted, even if we weren't talking about Dallas barbecue or anything at all, she's like, you know why that's a good place, Vicky? Because my grandma called me Vicky because that's my middle name. Shut the fuck up. And I shan't. Um, <laughs> so, uh, she's like, you know, you know why, how I know that's a good place, Vicky? Look at all the black people eating there. <laughs> sure. Maybe. <laughs> Oh. oh my god. Uh did you ever go to Triplets? No, what's that? Now I feel like I'm not going to do it any uh, uh like I'm going to do it a disservice. Mm-hmm. Triplets used to be um and I'm telling stories out of school because they're not mine like the ones that I kind of inherited from Andrew's family and that I got to share a bit. Um are special because my father-in-law was from Brooklyn. Ah. So you know, he was in the city constantly. He was bringing the family to the city. They would go to the Carnegie all the time. Oh, uh, God bless. I miss the Carnegie. God. Um, they'd go to the Carnegie a bunch. Um, they would go to Katz's and Yoni Schimmel's. And, I wanted to talk uh, about Yoni Schimmel's. Oh, Yoni Schimmel's is so good. Talk, talk and, about uh, that because I bet Barney a lot Greengrass. of people. I haven't been to Barney Greengrass, but a lot of people out there don't know what a knish is, I bet. A knish. A knish is like a tiny, um, what is the Indian thing? Uh, so, uh, samosa? So it's like a samosa. It's like a samosa, but it's Jewier. <laughs> it's basically a very Jewy samosa. There you go. <laughs> I have had different kinds of knishes. If you buy a knish yes. from a hot dog stand, um, it's square and the pastry crust whatever the crust is on the outside almost like a jamaican beef patty it does right? look, it looks more like a jamaican beef patty um and there's only one kind like you get the knish kind of knish right so when i went to which get, i think is just 
plain potatoes. Yeah, um, maybe inside. some onions, but yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mashed potato buttery. Boy, oh, when it's super mm. cold outside, mm, yum. Um, Yerni Schimmel's makes a pizza knish. Oh, God. <laughs> so they're a different kind of, it's like a, I don't know, like a dumplingy. Yeah, it's like a dumpling. Um, yeah. I feel like the skin mm-hmm. is not generally as tough as a samosa. But no, same, it's not. Same general concept. And right. they are usually round, right? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I love the kashi knish there, I believe. You love kashi knish? You are an old Jewish man. I am. You are. <laughs> I can't tell you what a Yiddish atom is required in order to appreciate kasha. Ah! <laughs> I can't. I can't tell you. Oh, it's I went jam. to Yerni Schimmel's. For the first time I went to Yerni Schimmel's with Andrew, he was like, oh, you want to try the kasha? And I was like, what's kasha? And he's like, it's it's groats. It's grains and oats. Because you and Andrew are both ancient Jews. We from are. <laughs> and I bit into it and I was like, oh, I don't like this. And he's like, well, you don't. I'm like, this tastes the way a horse smells. <laughs> <laughs> it is very so no groats are not my thing but i love that you love kasha of course you love kasha of course you oh, do that whole strip down there i used to just i would save my money up to go to katz's mm-hmm. katz's deli and you wait in all those little dumb lines and the lighting's mm-hmm. terrible oh i just saw a spoof on katz's deli on Sesame Street. Why was I watching Sesame Street? Who cares? I was just flipping through the channel. Because you're the shit. It was the Cookie Monster, <laughs> and he didn't want to wait in line. And you had to wait in lots of lines. I mean, it didn't say that it was Katz's, but it was clearly Katz's. Like, it had the, um, the um, what do you call? Uh, the big sign down the, the, down no, the front. No, the wood paneling. It was like, um, it was a set. Oh, yes. yes. So there was, like, wood paneling, and then there were pictures of, like, yes. famous Muppets. On the walls. Yeah. Oh, that's cute. So cute. Um, and Cookie Monster was having a hard time waiting because he was really excited about getting his sandwich. And uh, so they were doing like, it was like a patience tale. But at the, <laughs> at the very end, there was an I'll have what she's having that obviously didn't have anything nice. to do with anyone faking an orgasm. Um, uh, a la but with maybe having Sally. a cookie frenzy. <laughs> Possibly. Yes. Yeah. Um... <laughs> I, uh, food at Katz's Deli, like, I'm, I can almost not talk, because I'm thinking about <laughs> the fucking pastrami. Also, I'll tell you what, I've never had the corned beef at Katz's, because I love the pastrami so much. I have, I think mm-hmm. I tried a slice once, and I was like, that's good, but it's not that. Like, why are we bothering? And then I see people with, mm-hmm. the, like, a whole Reuben, and I'm like, I mean, sure, but why are you going to glop all that crap on it? It's delicious meat. Anyway. Yeah, stop putting lipstick on a on a beautiful unicorn. <laughs> <laughs> on a lipstick on a brisket. <laughs> oh my god, brisket is my deli meat of choice. <sighs> I realize pastrami is insanely delicious, um, but I I just I I love a brisket. I, I love how lean a brisket. I rarely is. have brisket sandwiches. I'm more I am more used to having it as a dinner food, but I have had it and I do enjoy it very very much. Mm. Um, but then Russ and daughters. I have never been what? to Russ and daughters. You were at Yoni I know. and you didn't go to Russ and daughters. I know. 
I've never, ever, ever been to Russ and Daughters. And I think it might have been because their hours were so oh, wonky. So, like, every time we were down on the Lower East Side and doing the doing the circuit, like, yeah. they just weren't open. Yeah. Um, but, no, I have been dying to go to Russ and Daughters so for, So, Russ like, and Daughters is listed as, like, Russ and Daughters appetizers, which is, again, something yes. that's a very Yankee thing, even more so a more Jewish thing. Oh, um, it's a super Jewish term. Yeah. Yes, appetizing. And when mm-hmm. you walk in... Um, which is why sometimes if you're in at a deli, you might see um, up here anyway. Uh, if you look at a sticker, it might say APPY on it as like the note to where what department that sticker for the Wade thing is from. It's from the Appy department because it's appetizers slash deli. For when you just need a nosh. Just a nosh. Just a schmear. Just a nosh. Uh, when you walk in, the entire right side is like a bunch of different kinds of halva other candy, and then dried fruit. And on the left side, it's all, like, different spreads and different fish salads and a million kinds of smoked fish. Um, oh so the smell, very curious. <laughs> it's like it's candy. It's an acquired smell. Candy and fish. <laughs> um, but I love Calva. It's just like my Miracle Whip tuna. It is just like your Miracle Whip tuna. You're going to love it. <laughs> um, halva is a is a candy made out of, it's like a fudge made sesame out of paste. sesame. Yeah. And the, there's oh, a place so in, um, um, I'm talking about all these places as though they're still there. And I hope that they still are at some point um, mm. in, I think it's called the Good Seed. And it is in Chelsea Market. And they have like, oh, girl, it's, um, uh, Rebecca says that it, when you go to Israeli markets, it looks like this. They're just big, huge wheels of this stuff just out, and they slice oh, the chunks fuck. off of it. Yeah. But heretofore, I had either only gotten a halva in the little bars or at Russ and Daughters, and the dried fruit is better than – like, now that we're talking about it, I kind of want to order a couple pounds of dried fruit and have it delivered. Ooh. If they're even open. I love it. It's yeah. so good. Every mo- – every – it's per. It's like each one was slice was hand picked and like gently dehydrated into a way that it was preserved but not hard and gross. Oh, oh my god! I used god. to give people quarter pounds of it for Christmas just in a little box. Oh, that's amazing! Oh my god, you're such an old Jew. I, I love it. Yeah, <laughs> you really are. <laughs> you want to hear about one of the craziest places that I wonder if it's still open. Mm-hmm. I wonder if it's still a thing. This is this is an old tome from my father-in-law. Uh, oh, they're on. Okay, they're on the Upper East Side. Sables is on the Upper East Side. Okay, isn't that that's where Barney Greengrass? No, Barney Greengrass is Upper West. Upper West. That's why I have no. Um, Sables is on Second Ave and Seventy Eighth. Oh, yes. Okay, another Shonda. I lived on 77th between Park and Madison at my grandma's place for mm-hmm. like eight months. And I found that place. What's it called again? Sables? Sables. Sables. I had to walk over to the Gristides on like 3rd Avenue and 77th. I could have taken a left and gone to this beautiful, miraculous place full of smoked goodness. And nobody ever even talked about it. Sables is old New York. Mm, it's and it's like it looks old from the outside too. It's so cool, right? Oh is that the place God. I'm thinking of? Yeah, it's got like a big old like oldie looking sign. 
<laughs> yes, this is exactly, exactly what I thought. Sables has been in business for a million years. And of course, it was started and founded by an old Jewish guy mm. who spoke predominantly Yiddish. Mm-hmm. And at the time, so let's say in the 50s or 60s, just ballparking, mm, would it be that? Uh, it might have been a little later. Let's even say let's even say maybe the seventies. He took on a few men who were Chinese uh, to be his like right hand men. Oh, he brought them aboard. He, you said take on. I thought you meant it was like a street fight. Oh no no no! He brought them on board. <laughs> um, to, Bring it on to to work in his appetizing. Um, restaurant and he didn't really speak English he spoke Yiddish and so he told these Chinese men um he he taught them Yiddish and so the eventually he passed away and the business was handed down to these brothers Danny and Kenny Zay um and uh I believe, I believe that's them. And um, they will, I mean, they will, they will speak Yiddish to you with a Yiddish accent. That's awesome. That's great. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. It's amazing. I love it. Although I I will say I do really enjoy people with accents that you're not used to hearing people have an accent on, you know what I mean? Yes, that cognitive dissonance is always really fun. There was a girl, um, there was a, a, on Zumbo's Just Desserts, there was an Asian girl who had like a partly, um, whoop, gonna mess this up, I think she was Korean, Um, uh, whatever her family's accent was with Australian accent on top of it. Like that blend, yes. it was so cool. It was so cute. Oh god, she was. I think she won. Anyway, I love. I love that. <laughs> it's so fun. Well, it's like when I look at Portuguese. I know Spanish, but like enough to get by. In looking at Portuguese or hearing Portuguese, it sounds enough like Spanish that I think I should be able to understand it. But then when mm-hmm. I really look at it or really listen to it, it's. I feel like I'm trying to read something in a dream. And I can't yes, read it. Right, right, right. And then I realize that it's Portuguese, and I'm like, "Oh, okay, I got it." It's very beautiful. I love listening to Portuguese. Me too. It's very, very pretty. Um, Sables. Sables. So that's Sables. That's the that's the funny story of Sables. And the Second Avenue Deli is a personal favorite of mine. Um, I mean, you feel like you're going back in time when you go in, even though it hasn't been on Second Ave for many years now. Uh -uh. It was, of course, on Second Ave and got pushed out and now is between Park and Madison uh, on like 30, what street? 35th, 36th, 37th, something like that. Ooh, over, over by... In between mm-hmm. Katz's and that gem spa place, I think uh-huh. on I, it was either on Second or Third Avenue. Definitely be, between Eighth and Houston. Uh-huh. Um, my friend Randy uh, took me to this place that had the best matzo ball soup. Oof! And again, tiny oh, little, really? tiny little hole in the wall. And I think it's is it 
it's definitely kosher, and I want to say there's something else specific about it, like there's no dairy in the place at all or something like that. Oh, sure. There's yeah, some, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's something specifically beyond kosher about it. Um, mm-hmm. and Glock kosher, I bet. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep, 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 yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, uh, I mean, just, just, if you've, people, if you've never had a proper matzo ball, oh. Oh, <laughs> it's chicken and dumplings for people who don't understand. Like it's a dumpling, and it is so right. perfect, and the texture, like, so and you just like it's soft until you get into the middle where it's usually a little bit harder. And it's just like, oh, and chewy. Yeah, it's so chewy. There's some good like tooth resistance. I there. know, <laughs> I know. I've had ones that look like I've not had gefilte fish, but I have had matzo balls that were soft all the way through. That I don't like that. Like a wet donut. Uh, I would not personally recommend gefilte fish. It's not my thing. That's that's typically what people say. Like, I yeah. I do like other Jewish fish substances, but I'm <laughs> not running out right. to get a jar of gefilte Preferably fish. not something that's been in a jar for, yeah, for years. Yeah, mm-hmm. I have a hard time with convenience fish overall. Nope. Of the many things that this podcast is about, one of them is the refutation of convenience fish. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Oh my god, the taste of New York. Oh, oh, also, right around that, I was in that area so much when I moved up here. I think about, there was a place that had really... One of those Irish pubs had really good fish and chips. Oh, fuck. The Belgian Frites place. Oh, so we used mm. to go to, um, we used to go to Sing Sing and do karaoke on St. Mark's. And then we were, you know, very drunk and we would stumble. I would wait in line for those Belgian Frites. Now they moved. I think it's on McDougal now because um, there was that big fire. Do you remember? There was a gas line. Somebody had installed oh, a gas line improperly, and it blew up oh, the no. whole building. It was bad. Oh, that's terrible. It was bad. Um, Fuck. Yeah, and they actually, like, they discussed it. It was not just, like, an oopsie. But anyway. Um, mm. Belgian frites with, like, 18 different kinds of dipping sauces, and you could get them in a paper cone, and if you mm-hmm. sat down with them, there were holes in the table, so you could just slide your little cone in there and rest it in oh, there. Oh, yes. Isn't that precious? Oh. So precious. Oh, and like, inevitably, you would burn your mouth on the first couple. Mm. Uh, <laughs> and I feel like oh. it's, you know, it's hard because because real estate turnover is so quick now. I know. Like... I mean, for you, you're looking at 20 years of being in New York, and I doubt that most of the things that you loved to visit and frequent are still there. And even for me, who's a handful of years behind you, like, there's a lot of stuff that I loved that's gone out of business. Um, And there's just so much new shit. Everything's new all the time. Well, not anymore. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Not anymore. We're not going to have any shit for a while. I know, girl. Jesus. Everyone join your CSA. Um, and, uh, but one place that I used to love, um, you know that green, that, it's ancient, this place. It's painted green, and it's called Cafe Reggio. Yeah, I know Cafe Reggio. Uh-huh. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. I, uh, I saw Michael Shannon hanging out in there one time. Oh my god, that's right! Yep. Yeah. <gasps> 
You were with me that oh, wait. time. You and I. We were sitting together. And you were the one who noticed him because I never noticed celebrities. <laughs> yes. Uh. Yes, that's, that's, Cafe Reggio is the place where I barely fit into the restroom. <laughs> yes. It's teeny tiny and everything, lo- everything looks and feels like an old, like, like an old Botero painting. Mm. Like the colors are the the colors of these really saturated emeralds and rubies and all of the furniture is like antique and red, red, red velvet. Yes. Um I mean it's sort of like I don't really know I don't remember the history of the place, but it's been around for a fucking billion years and it's just the loveliest place to go have brunch. Oh yeah. I'm- and it's pretty quiet because it's not like I mean, it's well known because it's it's been around for a million years, I, but... They claim to have invented a coffee drink. Hang on, I'll find out. I want to say it's a cappuccino, uh, which sounds ridiculous because that clearly happened in Italy. <laughs> I guess no fucking way. Cafe Reggio. The first cafe in uh, New York City to serve cappuccino. Oh, in the United <laughs> States. That's... Supposedly. I mean, well, that just shows you how old they must be. Yes. Nine, they must be. They uh, op- since nineteen twenty seven has been the Shit. most popular. Yeah, since nineteen twenty seven, and I will say, damn good coffee. I am. Uh, it's not a place that I feel super comfortable in because everything is so tightly packed. So I only go in there when there's not a lot of people because I mm. ha- have a giant ass and I rub it on people when I'm in a New York restaurant a lot. Mm-hmm. 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 I like to knock things over with my butt. I like to oh, do that yes. too. Get up in their business. Mm-hmm. Um, um, <laughs> have you explored the I just rest have of McDougal? Yeah, what? Uh, I have to say, I don't remember what else I've eaten on McDougal. Uh, except that wonderful burgers and cupcakes place that I was telling you about you know, and the I, other day. Since you mentioned that, I actually do remember that place. Like, I really, really do remember that place. Right? Yeah. It was so cute. It was really good. It was very reasonably priced. Um, and, uh, 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 but what, what you reminded me of in, like, telling me every single place that you would go for one specific thing. Do you know what you just did? You just Charlie batted all over the fucking place. Oh! my! Well, it's because my dad Charlie batted me when I moved to New York. He really did. Right. He really did. Like, right. he was really, really, really good about that. He was like, I know that you want to explore on your own. And when you have friends, you're going to find your own places. But, like, you have to see these spots. And I'm yeah. so grateful. Oh, oh, God. Um, how could I forget? Uh, Indian food on East 6th Street. Now, that whole Whoa. thing is very, very, very different now. And I I understand that it is a little more Bangladeshi than you find in Curry Hill, which is further north. Um, but it used to be the south side of the street with a couple ones on the north side of the street just tons and tons and tons and tons of Indian restaurants. And sometimes they would have sitar players in the in the window. And they would always have people, like, busking you in. People on the outside were like, oh, you look hungry. Come on in. Um, lots of sandwich boards that told you what the, the evening specials were. And they were almost – if you got there before 6.30, I want to say, when I moved up here, um, you could get more food than you could eat for $10. Oh, and then and then I a sweet then a sweet lassie was like two bucks on top of that. So again, for fifteen dollars, and they weren't real shitty about it. If you wanted to share, um, it was and and this one place knew my dad, 
He loved it so much. Mm. He was like, you can go to any of these places. They're all good, but this is my spot. And I was like, oh, my God. And then I would bring people there, and they were like, oh, it's Alan's daughter. It was just like. Right. And it was down. Oh, it was my one God. The, it was one of the downstairs ones that didn't have a ton of Christmas lights up. Um, I, that, and it's gone now. A bunch of them are gone. Because, of course, they are. Of course. Of course they are. Right. Right. But that now was my... it's hard that not everything is a fucking sweet greens. Not that I don't like sweet greens. I do, I like do sweet really greens. like sweet greens. Yeah, I know. But not that ever. Not everything is a sweet greens or a Starbucks or a just salad or a salad works or you know fucking. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, Mamoon's. There's even. Go on. What? It... Oh, uh, there's even a place that uh, I used to frequent that became like a bone broth joint. <laughs> I do like me some bone broth. But yeah, and I actually and like what I ate there was delicious. But yeah, but I know it's Um, like give me the original New York. I know, I know. Oh, in in that in that vicinity, I also like Mamoon's Falafel, which is has a bunch of different spots now. But the one on St. Mark's, I think, is the best. Um, And honestly, spoiled me for other kinds of falafel after that. And um, uh, 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 Murray's Cheese. Around the corner from there, incredible oh. cheese store, and they have um, they've expanded a little bit so you can sit down. Same with Russ and Daughters now. Uh, I long to just sit in Russ and Daughters. I long to just watch. sit literally fucking anywhere. <laughs> Jen, I would like to go across the street and sit in the cafe across the street. I would like to go up the street to my park, which is closed for renovations right now. Some reason they needed to what? dig it all up and put a bunch of new trees in. Dum dums. I really don't understand what that was about. It seems like a giant colossal waste of money. What they could have done was put in working bathrooms, but whatever. Oh my god! Um, Fucking a. I know. Don't you have enough sway in that town? <laughs> <laughs> oh. I mean, I feel like I could pull a few strings, but like I I'm, think you actually could. I'm yeah. so I'm so I have checked out of everything, and I feel terrible because I know that there are still local things happening that are shady and fucked up because it's New Jersey. Mm. But I haven't even been able to really lend my voice to much of anything except for other people's like Kickstarters. Yeah, well, there's a uh, there's just it's nearly impossible to. Um, to uphold virtually any obligations right now. Yep. <laughs> and that's okay. That's it is okay. okay. I was asked to send a bio today, and it felt like the most daunting thing I could ever imagine. I hate a bio. I actually keep all of my bios in a document, and I cut and paste, and I have sent old, shitty, crunchy bios to people by mistake that were way out of date. <laughs> Where I'm like, I just did this. And I'm like, oh, that was from three years ago. <laughs> oh, my God. Mm. Yeah, I grabbed one. I grabbed a recent one. Or maybe I judged the one from my website. Either way, it's fine. Oh, yeah. I've it's fine. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, this well. I'd say it makes me miss really wanting to be in a restaurant, but the bottom line is when I see pictures of people, like, oh, God, Mother's Day? Hmm. People were everywhere for Mother's Day, Lillian. Oh, really? Where you people are? People were mm, a little bit. 
Um, I, I couldn't, I, I, there was no way I was going to look at stores or restaurants or anything, but like there are houses that I passed that had way more people there than they usually do. Oh yeah. Like, One of our downstairs neighbors guys. definitely had a birthday party. Um, and, uh, there's a, a small child and a pregnant woman who live in that oh my apartment. God. And you know, like at this point, at this point, because we're doing everything we can do, like I don't have the energy to police other people right now. Yeah, of course. Of No. No. Your your energy is totally maxed out. And if out. you and your, like, five closest family members don't give a shit so much that you feel like it's fine to just have people over, then what am I going to do? Like, right. I'm not going to... Except stay the fuck away from you. ...hold a condo board meeting about it. Like, I just don't no. have it in me. People are going to do what they're going to do. Mm-hmm. It, it just... It was... Uh, it was surprising and worrisome to me. And then I saw fucking pictures of people all over. Uh, what is the place? Country, country, not croc, country. Old country buffet. But that's no, not it. Um, Cracker Barrel? The other one. Cracker Barrel. Cracker Barrel. Yes. I saw pictures of like the store, right? The store, which is also where you like get your hostess assigned, whatever. Um, where people were just crammed in like oh, sardines. Oh, God. And it's just like, oh, I could not be more repelled. I could not be more repelled by something. Mm-hmm. I, I, it, it makes me want to never, ever be back out in the world ever again. So I do have this push and pull of like, oh, my God, what I wouldn't give to just sit at the Second Avenue Deli all day long and and read – and eat soup all day. Oh, God. What like, I want to do is just keep fucking talking about the Lower East Side. I have to... Oh, hey, God. Yeah. Veselka. Um, oh, oh, Veselka's. Oh. Um, across the street. Oh, what's the... There's a great Polish diner um, <gasps> that starts with a U. Oh, Odessa? Odessa. Not a U. Yeah. Um, and it's weird because Odessa uh-huh. has, like, the diner spot, but then there's, like, the nicer spot, but they have almost the same food. Um... Okay, so there was the Neptune Diner too. Oh, Neptune! The Lower East Side was actually like my big introduction to being in the city regularly. Oh, because I, yeah, yeah, because I was only ever um, as a kid when I would go with adults. You know, it was just like it was tourism. So we would go see a show, we'd go to Ellen's, and we'd go to the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, and like, you know, uh, we'd go to F.A.O. Schwartz. Like, it was all of the standard fare. Right. Um, But by the time I was in college and like able to go just for me, I started having to learn the city more uh, by the rest of the neighborhoods and like what they really had to offer. And... My senior year of college, I was an intern with a theater company on the Lower East Side. And um, I would go every morning. I would take a bus during rush hour from Mawa to Port Authority. And I figured out the subway system. And I would go get a bagel at David's Bagels. Oh, I don't know. On 1st Avenue or Avenue A. Huh. I think it was David's Bagels. I'm, like, reaching. I believe for, you. I'm, I'm not, like, the bagel bagels. expert. I don't know. <laughs> and I'd get a bagel and coffee. Mm. And I would just walk down to um, 10th between 
Nope. Avenue A between 10th and 11th was where was where we were and I learned all of the food nearby. Oh yeah. And Is that near And the Polish diners. Mm. Is that near Tompkins Square mm. Park? Yes. Is that where the Life Cafe is that near the Life Cafe? Which, yeah, okay, definitely. Right. There's mm-hmm. now a really good there's a real hella good burrito place. I feel like there was a like a drag queen burrito place down there for a while too. I don't know. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. That's oh, real fun. God, I just forever and ever. My favorite thing that I've ever seen in all of New York, it was pouring and I saw a guy come out of the Selka with his to-go bag full of, you could see through the bag, like it was a bunch of liquids in big containers. Oh, just a bag full of borscht. And it was pouring. And this motherfucker got on a unicycle with an umbrella in one hand and his to-go bag in the other and just sped his happy ass home to eat his borscht in the rain. And I just, and it was one of those things where, like, you know, sometimes in New York, you see something, you look around to see if anybody else saw it. It was just me. He just, I felt like I I felt like I got a private show. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. That's amazing. Mm. Oh God, I'm so hungry. So (laughs) tonight's, today's Don's birthday. Happy birthday, Don! Yay! And yesterday was Andrew's birthday. Happy birthday, Happy Andrew! Happy birthday, Andrew! And um, it's also Karen Kilgariff's birthday. <laughs> <gasps> yes! Happy birthday, Karen! Um, so many May babies. So many. What? Yeah. Who's, who? Who has sex in August? That's gross. Who's doing that? Isn't that funny? <laughs> yes. Well, actually, that is why there are so many Scorpios. Did I ever tell you that? No. Because, uh, because it is nine months after Valentine's Day. Oh, cute. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. Valentine's Day slash a little bit, um, a little bit like New Year's Eve. But that's, that's six weeks. That's really funny. I love that. (laughs) <laughs> that makes a lot more Yeah, sense. that's why there are so many fucking Scorpios. We have, a ton, mm-hmm. we have a ton, a ton of friends. My friend Kelly's birthday is this week. Um, Paula's was last week. Like, so we used to. When you are surrounded by earth signs. So many. And both of you are earth signs surrounded yes, by earth signs. For sure. Um, <laughs> and uh, people used to fight for the weekends. I remember when it was like somebody's significant birthday, people would be like, no, no, no. <laughs> it's my 30th. I get this weekend this time. Yeah, it was really funny. Um, But that was cascading, which was good. Like, it was like, this person, this person, this person. Um, (laughs) And now those people are all far away. Uh, But now we have Zoom. Zoom's fine. I actually had a really fun (laughs) Zoom party for um, Paula's birthday. It was really cute. uh, Of, like, our friends who are in upstate New York were there. Is that when you got super drunk? Yes. (laughs) Yes. Yes, That's and that great. was, I think, Friday. That feels correct. Funzy. Yeah, that was, uh, that doesn't surprise me that I watched half of a movie that I don't remember because I also woke up the next morning and had, I had a bunch of text message replies from people at like 2 o'clock in the morning and I was like, oh, what did she Whoa. do? What did she do? <laughs> what did drunk Lillian do? It was all, everything was fine. The thing was untoward. I didn't accidentally send a picture of my tits to my mother-in-law. 
<laughs> um, Probably, you know what? Live your baby life. Listen, she would be fine with it. She'd be like, whatever. Uh, but... But oh I also have, like, old supervisors in my phone, so I do worry about that sometimes, where it's just, like, people who I don't really know anymore, but might have also be called Jen something. <laughs> sure. Oh, girl, I can't even remember who most of the people are in my Mm-mm. phone. Like, it's, I know. I should go through and delete. <laughs> I, but then, but so many, I think so, it's because so many of them are from production. Oh, and sure. the good thing is that when I then have to, when I then am working with them on another project and because we all just come and go so quickly and it's just, you know, like see your pants, if they're already in my phone, I'm like, oh, hey, we did this together. Mm-hmm. So it kind of, it That's helps fair. me remember that, yeah. which is really good. But there are so many people who, whoosh, I mean, that is, it's a little bit of a, it's a gamble, you know? Fair enough. Oh, oh my God. What I would not give for a fucking egg cream. Oh, I want all of and it. And a pastrami oh. with some hot mustard and some fucking blintzes. Girl, those blintzes oh. changed my life. And a dish of half sours. Mm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Mm. Well, <laughs> sorry guys. I'm sure that we all just made you guys real hungry too. Um, <laughs> just so that, you know, if you want, I feel like we should do a closer and talk about my toe fungus again. Yes, please tell me about your toe fungus. I'm fine. It's actually, it's on, it's looking up. It's on, it's, it's much better than the last time I complained about it. I, I that's, again, I'm an old Jew. I complain about my feet. <laughs> I like Kasha conditions. Oh my god, it's I prefer really, things it's fried in schmaltz delightful. when I can get it. Oh, very schmaltzy. <laughs> um Oh shit, I will I will finish by telling you about what Triplets is. So Triplets was this restaurant and karaoke place Fine. downtown. Fun. I think downtown, and it was called Triplets because it was owned by three male triplets who found each other later in life. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. There's a documentary about them, in fact. <gasps> oh, that mm-hmm. was just a couple years ago. Or a year or two? Yeah, When they did yeah, the documentary. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. They were, okay, yes. Three Identical Strangers, a 2018 documentary film about Edward... Galland, David Kelman, and Robert Shaffron, identical triplets adopted as infants by separate families. Uh, the brothers discovered one another by chance at 19, and their adoption had been part of an undisclosed scientific nature versus nurture study of the development of genetically identical siblings raised in differing socionomic circumstances. Wow. And it was at Sundance 2018. It got the U.S. Uh, Documentary Special Jury Award. Um, it was it it was a nominee at the BAFTAs. Nice. And it was considered for an Oscar. Oh, oh, yeah! It was in Soho. Oh my God, these guys were handsome. Um, 
Oh my God, this is so crazy. So the New York Post has an has an article that starts this. When 19-year-old Robert Schaffrin drove from his home in Scarsdale, New York to the Catskills for his first day at Sullivan County Community College in 1980, he was shocked to find that everyone already knew and adored him. Welcome back, guys said. Girls ran up and kissed him. Finally, another student, Michael Domnitz, connected the dots after asking if he was adopted. You have a twin, he said. In 1988, they opened, all three of them opened a restaurant in Soho called Triplets Romanian Steakhouse. Mm. It closed in 2000. And, um, and Andrew, Andrew's family used to go to Triplets all the time. Oh, wow. And I think, I'm pretty sure they did karaoke. Nice. And, and he was like, and he would tell me the story of it. And I was like, there's no fucking way that's true, Andrew. And then they did the documentary and I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. <laughs> you know, you, you wonder how much of this has to be big fish, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Especially coming from my father-in-law, who was larger in, than life and could tell, the, could tell you the most amazing stories about New York that uh, were truly unbelievable. Oh, God. I would have um, loved to have seen... Uh, that the, your dad go to town with my dad, just like oh my god, oh my god, so good, uh, so good. Ah, uh, that's a lot. Of, oh, New York, New York. <laughs> oh, and I, I, I should, I should cap this off. Um, I think that uh, our friend Bo Bridges, I think that Bo knew about this spot. We were just gallivanting. God, I miss just gallivanting. Um, mm, and I'm pretty same. sure Bo knew about this spot. It was a, like a church basement that sold banging pierogies. Like, I think that maybe pierogies and maybe kielbasa, like, Oh. Yeah, it was definitely in a basement. There was definitely, like, Polish news on the TV. We were the only people there. They were served on paper <laughs> plates, and they were delicious. They were so delicious. Oh, and it was like, so here, good. would you like 40 pierogi for, like, $6? <laughs> yes. It was crazy. I sure fucking would. It was crazy. And those little places, like, oh, God. I hope it, I I hope it all works out. I can't... I, that's one of the, the low-lying anxiety things for me, though, is because I can't even pretend, like, maybe it'll all be fine. Because it's not going to be mm-hmm. fine. It's just an anticipation of how fine. terrible. Yeah. In a way, in a way, to me not knowing everything, to me, knowing everything is not going to be fine is actually kind of reassuring. And I think it's because the reaction and the reality of our flipping life upside down right now is so unbelievable that, like, if it was all for things to just go back to being exactly what they were, it would almost be an insult. Mm. Yeah. You know? And I think a lot of that is because so many societal things are just fucking broken. Yeah. Um, so it's impossible for me to not think about the socioeconomic um, realities of 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 that for so many people that I care about, um, and just you know how capitalist everything is, how toxically capitalist everything is right now and has been, and uh, how New York has already been shoving all the character out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, yep, and all of 
So I don't know. So the fact that things are not going to be okay is almost reassuring to me. Yeah. I'm, I know that's bleak. <laughs> no, but I get it. I get it. I just hope that we all get a chance to finally fucking mourn anything. Mm. And anyone. Like everything. There's so many. There are more endings that are happening right now than I think any of us have ever dealt with in our entire lives. And yeah. closure is going to be hard to come by. Oh, my God. I mean, it's going to be that thing where it's just genetic trauma, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yep, generational No one could process the Holocaust. Yep, no one could process the Holocaust, so the rest of us have been doing it for the last 70 years. Right. Oof. And you... Uh, I have, I believe I have mentioned, um, Hunters on Amazon Prime. I have continued to enjoy the hell out of that. It's people in the 70s oh. who are, who are hunting down Nazis who are, who are in America. Ooh. It is great. It's great. It's very gory, but it's great. I mean, it's a lot easier to swallow when you're like, oh, you're killing Nazis. <laughs> Please, <laughs> right. by all of means. Course. Please, <laughs> be my guest. Like, I'll hold the door right open for this you. Week. <laughs> Do I have any recommendations? I, I mean, uh, honestly, my recommendation is start trying to save your produce food scraps and see if you can start a little indoor garden for now. For some of us, it's going to need to stay indoor just uh, forever because you're city dwellers. And, yeah. Uh, but if you live on a plot of land, if you have some earth to till, um, try starting something now. I have, uh, I, I still had some seeds kicking around for Swiss chard, mm. but I have been growing from scraps, romaine lettuce, celery, butter lettuce, uh, cherry tomatoes. Yes. Um, onions. What else? Uh, and I think carrots, unfor- uh, there's been some misleading information. You can grow carrot greens, um, but you cannot regrow an actual carrot Ow. vegetable. Um, because th- Because yanking the carrot out of the ground is like, do not pass go, to, do not collect $200. Ah. It's the end of the line. Um, so I've been enjoying um, figuring out how I might be able to resuscitate some of those um, some of those foods, and a lot of them you can actually do hydroponically and just sort of keep the base in a, a very shallow vessel of water and leave it in your windowsill. That's amazing. Yeah, it's it's cool. It's cool. That's my recommendation. Tool around with that. Yay! See how it makes you feel of the land. <laughs> Thank you for this food tour. (laughs) We started out with Velveeta and we wound up with like all of the culinary delights of the Lower East Side. It's so funny. We did. We did. Although, you know what? Hmm. We could, I mean, we could do this in Jersey with, with, with much smaller person turnover. We could just do a fucking tour, which I have been known to do, to just hop from town to town for something special. Like, sure. oh God, get me to White Mana one more time. Oh, <laughs> if you insist. <laughs> I can walk there. I can walk to our White Mana. There's- oh, of course you yeah. can. I, do- yeah. I don't, but I could. 
but you could. Yeah. I'm not a no, huge. I'm not a huge bird person either. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah we should I absolutely do a food tour. I love that's, you. That's on the books. I love you too. We love you guys. Go eat something. <laughs> okay, bye, fuck buddies. Bye, fuck buddies. <laughs> <laughs>